previously on Getting Dicey. Do you guys like oolong? Because I've got some sweet oolong tea in here. The sigils start to drag the corpses of the zombies into a pile. I don't, I don't normally entertain. Did I tell you guys about the orcs that I saw? He hands, hands one of the mugs to Gil and one to the Baron. <sighs> now that's a... Uh, oh, 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 burnt my mouth, sorry. Uh, can you tell your, your friend over there to stop moving my, my assets around? He tightens his grip on his quarterstaff. Burn them. He slams his quarterstaff down on the ground and he shoots a level two magic missile into Sig's back and he casts a level two magic missile again at Sig. Sig is in a dying state. Now you guys gonna leave comfortably or do I need to keep, do I need to keep going? I'm gonna make sure I walk over the zombies that are still burning. If I can, if I can walk across them and crush their skulls, I'll be stoked. So that's what you want to do? The moment your foot comes down on one of the zombies, an intense heat hits, uh, hits your back. Deep heat. Oh, yeah, feel that heat. As, as a magic <laughs> missile at level two careens yeah, into your back. It. But Loris is now in a dying state and it is the mage's turn. He casts Charm Person on the Baron. So, yeah, maybe I'll just come back and start chatting to him about uh, research. All right, if you could just just keep watch for me while I just uh, pack up my stuff, that'd be great. Thanks, mate. Basically, while still running, I'm just going to charge around and, and literally, while still dashing, scoop up Baron in one hand and keep keep going. He is going to kill us if we don't run. Are we, are we seriously considering going back and trying to end this necromancer person? So you guys can smell that air of death as you near the old owl well. And the moment he senses these spikes coming up out of the ground, you see him disappear. I'm going to cast sleep. You see Haman drop to the ground. We see just all of these zombies come running through. The American turns and sees just a couple of orcs standing to the north of the pathway. Getting dicey. <laughs> American, you are up at the top of the turn order. Yes. And I've just seen some orcs appear. You have. Terrifying, but I have I have bigger problems at hand. I can see uh Loros is getting swarmed by zombies. What I, so, what I will do just to help set the scene a little bit further here is what you've seen is these, these two walks sort of just run in and skid to a halt. Okay. That's, that's what you've seen with the orcs at the moment. They, um, they're quite heavily um, arm, well, armored and they've got a lot of weapons of each holding like a little battle axe each. And they've got a little pack on their back holding a, a, maybe a half a dozen to a dozen javelins. So they look to be pretty well armed. So frightening. Well, I'm just going to run away from them. <laughs> I'm going to use I'm going to use my turn to dash as far as I can. Um, so I'm going to. Can you see the measurement yeah. there from me? So I can dash sixty feet. Yeah. And I'm going to have to get the DM's advice on this um, because I want to try and jump down that wall. Right. So. Okay. I'm so going you, to try and jump into the well down that sheer drop. It's a 20-foot drop. Um, so yeah. we, so, we, so you, you risk, if you fail a good athletics check, 
you do risk taking a d6 worth of damage uh, for every yeah. for every 10 feet you've dropped. Yeah. So you can totally do this. Do I'm gonna do it. Just give me an athletics so, check. <clears throat> and I'd like to just say as I'm as I'm running, I'm gonna be yelling in a panic and Alvish. There's an orcs as well. There's an orcs as well. <laughs> what, did, what, did your, what was your athletics roll there? I have rolled. Oh god, a four. Okay. I've rolled a four. All right, hurt me. All right, so um, we're going to do two d six worth of damage. I'm going to roll that just to Ouch. see. I was willing to take that. Only three damage. Oh, oh wow. So despite I, despite sort of like um, sort of just almost tumbling down into this pit, um, you managed to kind of like I uh, like wall slide a little bit and dam- and dampen the impact <laughs> at the bottom. Um, All uh, right. And is is anything else that you'd like to do on your turn? Um, Yes, I'd like to end my turn by yelling as loud as I can in the direction of all the zombies swarming Loros. And I'd like to scream, come and get me, a much more delicious than a disgusting barbarian. <laughs> okay. um, give, me a, give me a persuasion. Wow. Give me a persuasion roll for this one. She's just trying, she's yelling as, as loud as she can to try and get their attention. Distracting and insulting all at once. <laughs> <laughs> I've rolled a 17. Oh, which is brilliant. pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, okay. We'll, we'll move to the next in the turn order. We've got uh, Gil up next. Uh, what do I see? Like, oh. How does Loris look? Loris is just, he's surra- almost well, half surrounded uh, by five incredibly uh, ravenous zombies. Their eyes are glowing bright red. They're just sort of, uh, what are they doing? They're uh, using the fancy new device we've got here. They're just, uh, as they sort of stare down Loris. Um, And what are these symbols, man? Those, these guys are not looking too well. So what they've been knocked down already um, and have gotten back up. That's just so I can remember who is who there. No. Okay. So they, yeah, they got basically taken out by uh, Baron's fireball spell, and it looks like, for all intents and purposes, they should be should have died. But um, after getting knocked down, they they stood back up. They are not looking very good, but they're also undead, so they I don't think they ever looked very good. <laughs> um, is there enough space here for me to stand, or not really? You could squeeze in there. Okay. In that case, I'm going to run through here. Uh. Does Loris look like healthy enough? Loris, how's how's Loris looking? I've taken a hit. I'm fine. I'm pretty well healthy. I'm not. I'm kind of had. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm barely barely been scratched. Okay, I'm raging. I'm gonna, in that case, I'm just gonna lean my back up against Loris like double dragon style, <laughs> and draw my rapier and just stab the nearest guy. Okay, give us a, a roll to hit. Let's do this, Loros. Oh, yeah. uh, I believe I had an advantage. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks to, thanks to your rage. Thanks to my rage, yeah. The wolf totem. Yeah. Uh, my best roll was a 12. Uh, which is enough. Oh, uh, wow. I deal five piercing damage. And so the closest zombie uh, to you uh, gets 
you basically you, your rapier just pushes through its disgusting sort of like rotten flesh and as you pull it out on an angle it kind of just cuts a trace through it and a, and it opens it opens up and just kind of topples down to the ground um uh dead nice uh, for my bonus action, can I just like slide him off my rapier with my boot? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Shove him off. <laughs> uh, anything else, Gil? That's my turn. Okay, Sig, let's paint a picture for you. You've just seen uh, Mirican Rumpa screaming about orcs to the north, and she sort of, from your point of view, it looks like she sort of just tumbled down into the into the um, um, pit in front of you. Um, Would Sig have understood it? Given it was yelled out in um, Elvish. Oh, did you yell Sig it in Elvish? Elvish? Yeah. Sorry, American. That was, All right. that was panic yelling, yeah. All right. So, and does Sig understand Elvish at all? Sig does. Oh, well, there we go. So, yes, he totally understands. It's okay. So, over to you. Alrighty. What Sig would like to do is move up 30 feet and then use his bow as he's moving. Um, and as a bonus action, he's going to peek just down the edge to see if Mirakin looks okay. Okay, cool. So you, so, Mirakin's looking fine. She looks like she's kind of in a little, sort of pro, not a prone position, but she's kind of down on one knee, um, but she looks fine. Who are you trying to attack with your um, uh, short, uh, bow and arrow? You, was it a short bow? or? Yeah, short bow. Yeah. It's this dude here. The other guy that was knocked down, but it's so, still... At the end medical. of the circle? Oh, yes. over here next to Loris. Okay, cool. Indeed. Okay, cool, yeah. Take so, a shot. Sig will travel along, pull out his bow, and then complete his move to there. Okay. Uh, roll to hit for the zombie next to What's the advantage? Uh, how, so that's if um, an enemy, if you're they're attacking an enemy that's within five foot of you, is that right? Oh, you're attacking someone else. Yeah, it's five foot of me. Okay, Sorry, cool. I didn't see what enemy you're attacking. No, no, he is. He is attacking the one right next to okay, you, so that's yeah, fine. So you basically yeah. within, within Within five foot of myself and, and I guess an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it yeah. is advantage. It is. Sweet. <laughs> it rolls a twenty for six points oh, damage. Nice. Yeah, perfect. So that that arrow just sort of like flies straight through the head of this thing and just knocks it clean off the, the body and the body clumps down onto the ground. Um see. <laughs> <laughs> the celebratory grunts of Sig as another zombie <laughs> drops to the ground. Um, all right, let's move over to Loris now. Loris, you're surrounded. You just seen two of the zombies that were surrounding. They're surrounding you. Just surrounded. Drop. Yeah. So you, you've got you've got Gil up against your back now, who's managed yeah. to skewer and slice one, you know, to death, and then another one just gets its head flies off its shoulders in front of you. You've got two sort of in front of you right now. So obviously, um, just feeling um, Gil come up to, up on behind me, and, and obviously stabbing someone beside me. I'm just going to spin around. Well met, young friend. And then I'm going to hack this dude here with my rather large axe through his head. Cool. Give us a roll. And now you're with advantage since you're in rage. Is that right? Yeah. So I'll roll my rage great axe attack. Okay. Cool. It's just it's already preset. It's a 16 doing 12 damage. A 16 is a hit. Um, and so, and it sort of just comes down and cleaves off um, sort of from, from the shoulder uh, down its side. And one of its arms just drops to the ground. Um, but it is still standing. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Anything else you want to do on your turn? 
Um, no, that's pretty much all I think I can do. Unless I mean, obviously, moving is silly because it's moving out of the going to be moving out of the battle zone. So I'm just going to basically brace myself, ready for ready for the next attack. Mm. Um, and the next attack is about to go down. Before they attack, I'll uh, when when this one attacks, I'll uh, use cutting words on it. Yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, so what, what we see is we see a couple of these zombies uh, come running through. I just need to put this guy on top, or it'll be hard to see. He basically takes the place of the two downed zombies. Um, so Loris finds himself uh, surrounded yet again. Um, so we're going to have... Uh, we'll start with the one that you've that you've uh, tipped on there, um, John. The one that you're you're eyeing up. Uh, he so much for my persuasion. <laughs> well, yeah. it's not over. It's not over. <laughs> these these things are enraged. Um, mm. but you did do it for the all of the zombies, so trust me. This this still could have been a very good move. I'm watching with interest. Um, okay, so I will I will sort of restate then. So when um, when these zombies all became enraged, uh, it was only the ones outside of that circle of silence that became enraged. The ones in that circle are still um, bumbling and they can't really they can't really hear much. Um, actually, in that, in that case, okay, no, we're going to do something different. Actually, this zombie is going to keep running down. We're going to have two of these, um, but they do run, they do run past Loris. Um, close enough to do an opportunity attack. So, Loris, can you give me an opportunity attack for both of those uh, zombies that ran past? Yeah. What's the pleasure? Um, That's one. And that's my second one. So the first one was a nine. So it's a miss. Second one was a 12 doing 12. Okay. That second one... uh, like hits that second zombie as it runs past and you cleave this thing neatly in half and it's two halves kind of just like topple down onto the ground but that first yeah. one, that first one did manage to pass by um unscathed um it's still within five feet of um of gil so no opportunity to attack there so now we'll go back to the zombies attacks um the first one uh at the bottom sort of to to your uh, absolute left um, strikes out, uh, and and I call out as he does, and I say, "This will have." And I cock my eyebrow. Grave consequences. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. And he takes the minus two to his roll. All right, so he's only rolled a seven now. Then. Um, oh, that's a shame. So that's a shame. That misses. That that misses. Poor. That's Morris. an ear swing. Um, <laughs> But he does, he lashes out one more time uh, and only rolls an eight. So he's kind of, caught, he's caught air twice. Um, just with the, with the confusion of hearing Gil's words. Uh, the zombie next to him, or her, you know, I'm open to these kind of things, um, attacks twice as well, uh, rolling a 15 and a 17. Oh, owie, they sting. Do they both... Hit? They both, they both connect, yeah. All right, doing 11 damage. That's a lot. To- total, between the two. Between the two. 
two hits. Oh, math hurts. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll get you to add a few more because we've got another zombie standing next to you that also takes a couple of swipes at you. Um, swiping out with a, a roll of a 13 and a 7. Both miss. Both miss. That's true. <laughs> half, your, um, half your damage. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So you've got right, so you get half your damage. Yeah. So it's a, that's 6 instead of the 11, yeah? Yeah, the remaining two zombies, because they were in the zone of silence that um, Gil had cast out, didn't hear um, Mirican's words. That's why I ended up saying, oh, maybe it's only fair that we have two of these enraged ones hear it. Um, and they're sort of like heading out towards um, Heyman's uh, sleepy body. And say so he's moving right next to it. He takes, what is it? So it's 1d4 damage for every five foot uh of movement. It takes 2d4 piercing damage oh. for every five feet it travels. That's 2d4 for every five feet. <laughs> and he is dead. And he walks out. As, he's, <laughs> as he walks out of there, he just kind of like flops down into the ground, torn apart nice. by these, these invisible um, uh, spikes that have grown up. I love those, those spikes. That spike growth is such a cool spell. The other one. It's the power of three. The other one makes his way through as well towards um, Heyman, um, and he ta- he's gone through ten foot, so he's taking four d four worth of damage. <laughs> Let's see what he's got. That did a lot of damage. Um, <laughs> and you see, you see him get to the edge of the circle and topple out. Um, and he's, he too is just torn to pieces and he topples out um, and falls to the ground as well. Uh, but you see him sort of pull himself back up um, off the Ooh. ground and, fi- and finish his movement towards um, Heyman. What you see next is this zombie kind of like, as you, as you may, have, may remember from earlier, Heyman had to kind of bat off a couple of these zombies earlier. And this zombie is just walking over to Heyman and bends down and just takes a bite out of Heyman's leg. <laughs> Heyman's going to turn into a zombie. What this does, though, is it wakens Heyman from his sleep. Oh, um, fuck. And doesn't get a chance to stop him from taking another bite. So we're going to roll some... Oh, my God. We're going to roll some damage on poor Heyman as well, just to... Right. So Heyman's taken some damage, but he is now awake. Awake. Uh, he's prone. He's prone, but he is awake. Um, that's the that zombies. Kind of that's the zombies' turn. Uh, Baron, it's over to you. This changed my plan somewhat. <laughs> okay, I'm going to run over here, and I've spotted that. Um, Heyman's woken up, haven't I? So, so going... all all you guys have really seen from your vantage points is yep. a zombie going over and having taken a couple of bites out of out of Heyman. It's not his turn yet, so you haven't mm-hmm. seen his reaction. Okay, so he hasn't stood up or anything. No, he's still prone. Look like he's enjoying it. No, all you see is that <laughs> there is a zombie currently taking bites out of Heyman. Okay. I still, I think I would be suspicious because he's been asleep. But you guys um, know what happens if you take damage when asleep. Yeah. Like you do know. Okay, I do know. <clears throat> okay, because he's the one I'm worried about. I'm going to shoot him. Um, <laughs> the Baron had a gun this whole time. 
Pulls out the Glock and says, Yeah, I mean, fair. The Baron from the Grassy Knoll. How far is it? Uh, is that that 60 feet? Is there 62 feet? It'll be 60. If you go from your border to his border, it'll be 60 feet. Oh, that's just enough then. Okay, I will cast Ice Knife at the, at the. Um, I was going to say the Baron. Hold on, are, are you behind me? No, you're okay. He, uh, he is in half cover from your position. Oh, you could definitely uh, move and, and cast. What does half cover do? That it just increases the... his AC by two. Oh, okay. What did you say? I could move and shoot. Yeah, I mean, the idea being, if you, if I guess if you could get sort of so he's not so behind the pillar. Like, he's he's on the ground as well. And I do believe that ranged attack... Oh, no, ranged attacks on people within five foot is at disadvantage. Is it the same for prone? Also, I think it is. Probably prone. Yeah, so it's disadvantage as well. If he's still lying on the ground and he's behind a thing, I kind of wonder if I even would have seen him. So I'm just going to shoot this guy here then, this um, this zombie. All right, the one near Loris. Yeah, I don't want to, like, overestimate oh. what I, my brain's. Okay, I'm going Why to... do you always have to shoot things that are in front of you? <laughs> uh, it's not. Why do you always stand not? in front of things? Because <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> my job to shoot you in the ass. Because it is going to explode and and damage Loris as well. No, no, I'm not doing. Ice. I, I'm I'm going to do. Um... Oh, we're not doing ice stuff. I played the animation and everything. <laughs> oh, retract it. it, was retract it. it. it was what the hell am I doing? I, it's I'm doing uh, chill touch. Okay, well I'll play that one. I've experienced that one from behind as Ooh. well. Wow, this is fun. I, I rolled a. Um... Oh, he crits. Oh, he does. <laughs> I mean, he needed a he needed a crit success after the crit fails from a couple of sessions ago. I got so many ones last time. I mean, that's a hundred percent a hit. Like that that uh, cuts through. So that's how much damage? Five necrotic damage. The sounds of it, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not okay. a hell of a lot, is it? It's it's one, not heaps. One day it's, two, yeah. I think anything. Um, I was going to say it was at advantage anyway, since uh, you're attacking something next to a thing, but you got a crit. So it takes five damage and it kind of gets just knocked. Uh, it stops its uh, sort of ferociousness for a bit. Just the, the kind of damage it's taken just pushes it off its uh, balance a little bit. Um, we're going to say that its next attack is going to be at disadvantage because it's going to, it's kind of been pushed back a little bit. Um, anything else? Uh, no. Although this spell... It does say if you hit an undead target, it also has disadvantage on attack rolls against you until the end of your next turn. Does that only just mean me, or does it mean? I'm going to take it as as meaning the party. Okay, so yeah. that one's got disadvantage on attacks then. Okay, cool. Um, it is Heyman's turn. Who? Sp- he kind of like he wakes up and he's he's a little groggy. Sees this zombie gnawing. Um, on his feet, and he kind of starts batting it, batting it away. Um, he's like, "Get out! Get out of the! Oh, get out of the little, your little mongrel!" Um, and the zombie kind of stops, stops fighting him. And he, he just sort of, he's just going to spend his turn uh, groggily getting to his feet, and that's it. He's, um, American. Before it's your turn, I just, um, you guys can't really, you guys haven't really seen what the orcs are up to at the moment, so. Uh, before your turn happens, Joe, we're just going to have these orcs um, 
continue. Like they're gonna dash in oh. to see what's going on. Um, yeah, and that's that's how they spend their turn. Have oh, I, no- I I wouldn't have noticed them, right? No one's yelled out orcs or anything, or um, American they- yelled it out in Elvish. American Elvish. Oh. So those of us that can understand Elvish would know or have heard her and understood her. Yeah, not me. But it is it is Merican's turn now. I would have thought a learned scholar like Brian would know all such languages. <laughs> I thought he'd know the good ones at least. I do. I know Gnomish. I am going to run along um, inside the well. I'm going to run forward 30 feet towards Haman. And I'm going to um, going to bring out my staff and uh, bang it on the ground and say, hey, you, get back here, as she casts Thorn Whip on the zombie that has just started nibbling on Haman, pulling him back. 10 feet towards it and back into the uh, cutting uh, magical vines of Spike Grove. Nice. Uh, So an 11 is enough to wrap around the zombie. Um, And with three piercing damage, as you pull, as you're pulling it in, it just kind of like where it has um, wrapped around it, just shreds that piece completely and separates, (laughs) separates the top part of the zombie from the bottom part. And it just drops to the ground. Um, dead. That's brutal. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that thorn whip has done amazingly brutal <laughs> things. Yeah. Well, that's that's <clears throat> all I can do, really. Who'd have thought nature could have been so nasty? I'm going to maintain my con- uh, con- concentration <laughs> on religious spikes. Uh, yeah, can you just They're give me a... Terrible. Can you give me a perception check as well, please? I can. Just a normal one? Yeah, it's just a standard perception check. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, okay. rolled it one. What? You rolled a 17. That's good. Well, plus four. Right, 21, right, right. Um, yeah, sorry. So with, with that great roll, you can hear um, sort of like a bit of uh, noise coming from the orcs. You're not understanding what they're saying, but you can tell that, there may be, that they may be sort of like, sounds like they're kind of arguing with each other. You can't really make out the words, but it sounds like they're arguing. Um, Mirakin is the only one that heard that, by the way. So, Gil, back to you. Uh, so, Gil has heard Mirakin, though, right? Gil has heard Mirakin, yeah. Um, so, I, I think I call back, like, more pressing matters, Nasa. Uh, and then it's like, I want you to imagine Bad Boys 2 <laughs> with my back against my back against Loris. I'm just going to drop my rapier, spin around his back, drawing my dagger and my short sword, and I'm just going to slash across this zombie here at his neck and then stab his chest with my dagger. Nice. 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 Before we roll, I just want you to know I always imagine Bad Boys 2. Um, yeah give us a roll for both please Uh, a 14 and then a 12 all right so that 
Um, so your short sword uh, carves across. Um, you, did you say the neck of this zombie? Is that where you were aiming for? Yeah. It slashes across, and a big, a decent chunk gets taken out of its neck, but it's still kind of just like hanging on, um, just through the a few of the uh, vertebrae. Um, and you've done what was that? Six damage to that one. The mm -hmm. attack of twelve. So that was your dagger. You plunge that into it as well, knocking loose a decent chunk of flesh out of its sort of shoulder area. Um, uh, but it is still, it sort of turns its attention to you and lets out a, <sighs> uh, its eyes fueled with fury for you. Um, it's imagining its breath. Oh, it's, it, <laughs> yeah, it is terrible. Pure eye. Yeah. Pure eye. Like this is, this is, this is, it, it's, um, it's breath is the, that basically the noxious smell you guys smelt as you were coming up to the old mm. L well, but now it is concentrated like right in front of you. <laughs> Melatosis. Okay. Yeah, just for fun, give us a constitution check. Oh, <laughs> sure. Oh, just for fun. Just, just for fun. A saver check. Uh, we'll do a constitution save. Or otherwise, it'd be your breath versus its breath. Uh, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 15, uh, 15, uh, 14. Because I didn't have advantage. Okay, cool. So with a 14, you manage to stomach the smell coming from this thing. Uh, and it, it kind of serves only to anger you a bit more, fuel you up as well. Um, cool. Sig, back to you. As I'm Sig seen the orcs um, and they are chatter. Um, you can see them, but you can't hear them from where you are. They, they're kind of doing this thing where one guy, uh, one of the orcs is kind of like holding his axe and shaking it. And the other one is like, um, sort of like shaking his head and pointing back to the mountain range behind them. With this new threat entering the fray, Sig calls out to his party in common. Orcs are coming. We must be quick. And then he's going to leap off the stairs, bringing his hammer down at the same time, cracking it onto the top of the zombie below. Yeah, beautiful. Give me, um, give me an athletics just to see how, how awesomely you do it. <laughs> and then a, and a roll and um yeah we'll see that first what's that athletics of six that's fine that's cool oh. Give, it's it's only like from where you were landing it was only a couple of foot down from your starting position um if you had a rolled well i would have given you advantage on this hit so unfortunately we'll just give you a standard uh roll for this standard roll coming up standard roll rolls a 10. Ooh, unfortunately, this hammer just like, as you leap, you just bring it crashing down on the stairs um, next to this zombie. And you're now, uh, you stand up and are face to face uh, with one of these furious red-eyed zombies. Um, any bonus, <laughs> any bonus actions you'd wanted to take if you had any? Sig's not feeling great. <laughs> um, Loris, you've got three very aggravated zombies around you, but what you have noticed one of them, thanks to Gil, is no longer focused on you. Cool. So the one in front of Gil is fairly damaged. Uh, the one in front of Gil. This, this one here, yeah? He's still looking relatively healthy. Okay, and the other two, that one there, the one in front of me directly in the middle has had his shoulder his arm chopped off 
Yeah, yeah, he's without an arm. Yeah, and this and the other guy is pretty much untouched. Yeah, no, no, no. He's he he took a fireball from the Baron. He's not looking very healthy. Oh, right. So he's scorched. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um. Awesome. Um. So yeah, focusing back on the uh, the guy in front of me. Um. I want to make him armless. So I want to chop his other arm off. <laughs> yeah. Give me a roll. <laughs> the idea of an armless zombie is brilliant. <laughs> totally armless. <laughs> Um, all right, here we go. Rolling with Ragey Great X. Oh, piss. It's a seven. Damn it. <laughs> piss indeed. You, miss, you, you unfortunately miss, miss his other arm completely. Um, and he's kind of like swaying with anger. Um, is there anything else you wanted uh, to do? Oh, John. Is his advantage run out now? Is, well, that's. I'm a bit he doesn't. It's ever it's he gives his his rage gives other people a oh, advantage on attack. I give it yeah. to everyone else. Yeah. Not me. Generous. Yeah. Totally. But, yeah, exactly. Um so yes, unfortunately that you have missed. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to do or wanted to do or could is do? It, is it possible to ready a dodge or something just to be ready if he if, assuming they're gonna attack, but just is that allowed or no? If you hadn't attacked, yes, you could have used your action right. to okay. ready cool. ready a dodge. That's all right, so I'm just going to brace. I'm just axe slam the ground, grunt, and then come on. Yeah, okay, cool. It's it's over to the zombies now. Uh, and the one next to Gil uh, just lashes out. Um, and I'm just going to call out and say, seeing you dead is my number one ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> Minus two penalty to his attack. All right, so he rolled a 14 in minus two, he's at 12. That is not enough to hit me. That's not enough to hit. He does. 14 was sufficient to hit, by the way. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, good call. Good call on that one. Um, He is going to take one more attack at you. Rolling a. Rolling a fifteen, so he kind of just lashes out, but it's only it's only two damage as he kind of just scratches past um, one of your arms. Okay, I yeah. think two. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, the uh, the one arm zombie uh, next to Loris slashes out with a crit fail. <laughs> the crit! I haven't had a crit fail for a while, eh? Um, it's about time. Let's see how badly that crit fail is. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> um, he lashes out and and sort of, um, I guess it's the uh, imbalance of only having one arm. He slashes out and leans more towards the side that is of his, the side missing the arm and slashes across uh, the zombie to his, his left. Um, and that zombie just drops to the ground. Um, <laughs> moans, hits the ground, moans, and kind of stumbles back up onto his feet, but he is, or she, gender neutral zombie, uh, is doing, is, is not looking very good. Um, this, this damaged zombie is going to attack Loris with disadvantage. Um, and that's a 14. That's a hit. Yeah. So he, he slashes out doing five damage, um, into into Loris, three three damage, right? Because of your rage, yeah, all good, yeah. all good. Um, 
Then we have the. Is, he, is Loris still standing? Is he okay? He's taking a bit of damage. Yeah, Loris is all good. He's just <laughs> taking it. He's, he's fine. Okay, cool. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd say he'd, you'd say he'd be bloodied, but right. he's always bloodied. <laughs> Sig having Sig having landed directly in front of this zombie with his uh, mist hammer strike, um, looks up at the zombie that sort of just reaches out and with his with a swipe, um, and. Uh, misses with an eight. It just scratches across the front of Sig's shield. He he tries one more time and uh, rolls a total of 20, not a net 20, just a total of 20, um, doing two damage uh, to Sig. And then that is the zombie's turn. Um, It's the Baron's turn. Now this time, this time, Baron, you have seen, uh, or you can see that... um, Heyman has has gotten to his feet. Oh, and he's standing up. Oh yeah, I, I, he's gotten to his feet and he's standing up <laughs> and lying down. He's gotten to his feet, fully horizontal. Oh dear. So he's uh, prostrate and post, um, prostate. Okay. Um, okay. Well, hmm. see now because I was going to attack the zombie, but now I've seen this guy. Mm. Okay. All right. I think we've come to kill him, so I'm, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I am going to sixty feet away. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to shoot him with the ice knife this time. I'm um, sixty can, feet. Am I allowed to play the animation this time? Please do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the last time. <laughs> How do I do? Does this roll? It doesn't roll. Your roll twenty programming, Sorry. mate. <laughs> I don't think it's. Uh, I couldn't access it. It's not like a. I, I actually a thousand manually, yeah. God, a nine. Yeah. Um, so, I, oh, this, he's a wizard. He is a wizard. Is that what? He might suck it, like having a AC. He he does, but not that badly. Not that badly. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so this this ice knife sort of he he's kind of just comes to he, he's a little less groggy now and he sees this ice knife coming towards him and just manages to move out of mm. the way as it shoots into the trees behind him. Uh, and then he has to do a AC 13. Um, DC. DC, DC 13 dex. He does not. He crit fails that ability check. Okay, so he takes 2d6 damage. Uh, Ali, oh. do you want to roll that for me? Yes. <laughs> So there's no shenanigans. Yeah, no shenanigans, please. A one and a three, so that's a four. Four damage. Um, so yeah, he he kind of he's dodged it and he's moved to the side and he thinks he's he's okay. He's, he just thought it was just a knife, and it hits the ground behind him and sort of explodes and sending shards of ice up his back. All to plan. Yes. What I wanted to happen. I, I can sympathise with how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sure he was an ice knife yet, but um... <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always been chilled touch. You've had a little cold, yeah, a little cold time. touch on your um on your. Uh... Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I did get ice knife. It was I've had both. I have you. Oh, you've had a. No, no, I've given I've given you two chill touches. Have I hit you a third time? Ice knife, ice knife from a dungeon. Maybe you're right. Maybe, probably, probably. <laughs> um, anything else, Baron? Uh, yeah, I'm going to move a bit over to here. All right, cool. You're nice taking cover. I like it. Um, it is 
Heyman's turn. Um, and he's, he's just surveying. Um, he's going to spend half his turn surveying the absolute mess of ruins all around him. Um, he's got, he had his like a, a, a backpack on sort of like a, a makeshift backpack that he just um, drops to the ground. And he's, he's looking pretty uh, like he looks absolutely destroyed inside. All of his um, zombies have been taken care of. or most of them have been. Um, he, he thinks he's finally sort of up against something that could actually be a bit of a challenge. Um, and he sees, just sees Sig. He just sees Sig on the stairs in front of him and slams his quarterstaff down into the ground as he casts a level two magic missile in no. Sig's direction. <laughs> and that hits doing 13 damage. Oh, ow. Um, what was the attack? Magic missile, level two. Oh, game with the magic yeah, missile. He's loving that magic missile. <laughs> I mean, you guys you guys knew what he had on him. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did. We were expecting it. Well, Although all he's used on us is magic missile, I'm looking forward to seeing what else he's got. Um, and he has half damage. It was, th- it was 13 damage. Yeah. Um, and he just slowly sort of starts moving towards um, the group. He hasn't seen Mirakin by the time he ends his turn. Um, it is Mirican's turn again. Uh, yeah. And oh, the, let's just say the orcs have kind of like made a way. They haven't run towards. They've just sort of made their way closer to the edge of this pit. Um, and one of them, again, one of them is, is really, looks really pumped, really pumped to go. And the other one has kind of like got one, um, one hand on the other one's shoulder uh, and sort of like talking to them, talking, trying to talk them down, I think. Uh, but Mirican. It's over to you. Ooh. Let's see how far away he is from me. Oops, I'm trying to move myself. Uh, getting the ruler out. Ooh, he's 40 feet away from me. Yeah. So I'm going to start by moving 10 feet closer to him so he's in range of my thorn whip. Now and I'm going to – Be careful because you're walking into the spike growth. Which you um, should know. Which I – because I know about it, I – don't have to worry about it. Okay. It's still dif- difficult terrain though, yeah? Yeah, but I'm not in it yet. Cool. Oh, am I one into it? You're like a foot. You're a foot into it. Okay. I'm going. I'm so terrified of attacking this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be brave and I'm going to try and pull the exact same trick I just did on that. Do topic. it. Do it. All right. I've got a backup as well. Please hit. Okay. <clears throat> so again, casting Thorn Whip. Oh, I've already done with 11. 11 isn't enough. Oh. High-level wizard. It shoots yeah. out towards him, um, and it looks like it's it's going to grab onto the, the arm holding the staff, and he just he moves his arm back just as it wraps around air and pulls back towards you with nothing yeah. in it. Right. I'm going to use... Uh, I'm going to pull out another ace in the hole, which probably won't work either. I'm going to use my bonus move to enshroud myself in mist and teleport right near him, 10 foot away from him. And I'm going to use my amazing level three ability. So let me just bring that up. 
So as I teleport towards him. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to make sure. No, it's a bonus action. Sorry. No, that's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Carry on. What about it? All right. So that's this okay. is like high risk. Um, as I step out of my silvery mist, a sprinkling of golden powder fills the air around me. And he must pass a wisdom save or be charmed by me. <sighs> Bravo. That's just brilliant. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> he steps out of the mist and he's like, hi. Hi, friend. So a wisdom. So I'm just going to, I'm going to roll this using uh roll 20 to make sure you see the roll instead of it being like a thing. And he's got a, he's going to get to add one to this. I'm going to have a heart attack. Did that? Oh, did oh it's a five. Hello. Now that's charmed by, by you, not the rest. Yeah. Okay. For one minute. Yeah, no, that's, until, that's, that's like 10 turns. Until myself or an ally attacks him. Now, I suppose it's up to your judgment as to whether myself extends to my comrades also. It doesn't. It's, it's you. It's, oh, shit. He, he sees you stepping out of this, um, this silvery mist, uh, and he looks over at you, and the mist, sort of the, the, the sparkly kind of mist, um, powdery air around him goes he inhales it and he looks at you with a sort of like a friendness, friendliness. And, and he says to you, Oh, you can do that as well. Eh? That's, it's a pretty cool move. Don't you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> you get it. You get yeah. it. Um, okay, cool. We'll see what else happens with that. Uh, Gil. Um, do I see this interaction? Like you've got a big, like seven foot, uh, Goliath right in your way, like right in your way. Um, so you've probably seen um, Heyman turn to talk to someone. You probably don't know it's uh, American. Okay, that's cool. Um, so I think I'm still like on the in the 3D Bad Boys 2 fight sequence. <laughs> I'm just going to like swap hands, like swap my short sword and my dagger over. Okay. So my right hand has my short sword now. I'm just going to plunge it into the uh, the nearest zombie. Cool. Give us a roll. S- straight in the gut. Uh, 22 for three oh. damage. Yeah, perfect. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, into it, it goes straight into the gut, and you kind of, like, just see sort of black ooze pouring out of the wound that you've, you've carved into its stomach. Um, it still stands, though. Okay. Um, as I hold it there um, with my, my short sword in its gut, I'm just going to flip the knife around in my hand and then stab down onto its forehead. Cool. Uh, give me a roll with advantage. I already was. Oh, yeah, of course, <laughs> since, you're, since you're next to... Uh, 19. 19 is Ooh, enough. Nice. Um, I'm going to call that one uh, an instant crit. Um, and you just plunge this thing down into its head, uh, and it just drops. This, its head sort of like, as you plunge it in, you, you do it with such force that its skull kind of collapses in as well, um, and you, you can get a hint of, of just this kind of pulsing rotten brain in its head that just stops <laughs> as, as it drops oh, to the ground, really? falling away from your dagger. 
Uh, I end my turn. Okay, cool. That zombie, unlike the others, it didn't seem to get back up from from being taken out. Interesting. Uh, Guild's probably the only one that's put this together. He's everyone else is busy doing their own thing. Is there anything you wanted else you wanted I mean, to do? I don't think I've put anything okay, together. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, Sig, back to you, face to face with this this ferocious zombie. All right, Sig has just suffered a an attack from one of his foes, and the sting of the pain ripples through his body, and he takes a large breath, and for a moment he feels like he's breathed in the fresh air of the Cragnolian Alps as he uses second wind. Yes, here we go. So we get to roll a d10 plus three, which is plus nine. Nice. So I gain nine health, and then he drops his hammer to a short wrist and then punches it into the zombie in front of his face. Right into the face. Give us a (laughs) roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) With a ten. Yeah, there's something about this zombie that just seems to know every move you're doing. Um, (laughs) Saw you coming. Yeah, he sees it coming and he just kind of... So like move slowly out of the way. Um, and we move back to Loris, who only has two zombies um, in front of him now. One looking very poorly uh, and the other looking half armless. Gil's doing a great job. I'm, I'm super impressed with the way Gil's dropping these zombies. I'm, I'm just noticing these things dropping them like giving them this kind of fatherly look. I'm very proud of the young guy right now. It's, it's great. Um, so yeah, recognizing Gil's skill, but I'm still going to um, attempt to hack this guy's arm off again because I want him armless. Okay, yeah, give it a roll. Here it comes. It's a ten. For you guys fuck. in your tens. Oh, yeah, you, you saw, oh. you've got cutting its arm in like off in mind, and you bring that axe down towards the arm you've already cut off, and it just it hits. Just swipes through air. It would have been beautiful had that oh. still been there. Um, yeah. Anything else? Oh, calls out. Like, I thought you two were good at this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Distracted by his failings. It is. Um, yeah. Nothing else? Reading, reading for the zombies. Zombie, Bring it on. Zombie turn again. The one in front of uh, Sig strikes out. Oh, Sig. There's a crit fail from this zombie. Oh, dear. <laughs> so they don't more damage themselves. I know, I know. Gonna kill themselves. <laughs> and this is even worse than the last crit fail. What are we going to have done here? Poor little guy. So he he swipes out. He's with from, from like right to left. Swipes out, scratches past your shield, and you kind of just give him just like a little nudge. And he just topples into the spike growth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. right and so he gets he gets 2d4 uh damage oh brilliant um and now he's in the spike growth but he's also in the silence i assume that Gil still got his silence um sphere yeah okay cool um we've only got two other zombies the uh one that's looking pretty poorly is going to attack loris uh with disadvantage 
which is a six, and one more for a roll of 13. That misses. Two misses. Yeah. So he's swiped out twice, and he's missing with both. Then the one-armed zombie sort of lets out a big... And swipes out with the one <laughs> remaining arm. Uh, rolls a 15. Ooh. Doing two damage to Loris. I'll, um, I'll take one. Also, Random Oranges has uh, has given some inspiration points to um, b- uh, the Baron and Mirakin. Thank you. Yay! So, <laughs> Thank you very much. so make, awesome. make sure make sure you note that in D and D Beyond, just so uh, yes. people can know. Yeah, your little son. Yeah. Oh, and and he's given one to me. Yeah. Oh, oh. Wow. you on, man. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. <laughs> you can use it in a good way, though, right? You can... No, no, not the deal. <laughs> Why would he? Uh, it is it is the Baron's turn now that the zombies have finished their turn. Well, I'm just going to scuttle over into the corner here and I'm going to uh, use chill touch onto this cl- zombie that's closest to me. Actually, 1d20. Sorry about this. There it goes. Okay. Um, 14. Um, the one-armed zombie, is that right? Uh, it's the one that's closest to me. I don't, yeah, yeah, that's the one arm zombie. So that's uh, that is a hit. That awesome. Is a hit. One d8 damage. A six. Okay, cool. Again, you sort of knock this one. It doesn't drop to the ground. It just kind of like stumbles a little bit, um, and it's going to have a disadvantage on its next next turn. Yeah, from that chill touch, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Still alive? It's still it is still alive. Yeah. It's still standing. It's still standing. Okay. That's that's all from me. Okay. It is it's Heyman's turn. Um Uh-oh. he he sort of rushes uh over to American uh and and um says, Look, you need to take my bag, you need to get out of here. These guys are crazy. I don't know what's up with them, but look there's something in my bag that's incredibly important. I, I can't have them find it. So, look, I just dropped it back there when I got when I got up and did that sweet fireball move, that uh, magic missile thingy. Um, please, if you can t- if you can do that, I'll take care of these guys. Get out! Get out of here! Go! Go! Um, and that's how he's spent his turn. Wow. Uh, American. Uh, before before American um, has her turn. Uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do here? Um, there is a sort of a sound of something being landing sort of behind you. Um, Uh-oh. And you sort of hear this thing hit the stairs behind you. And you look down and you, and you just see, you turn and you see just a, a, a shattered javelin um, uh-huh. in, the ground, in the ground behind you. But you see, as you turn as well, you see... Uh, the other orc just sort of really tugging on on the angry orc's shoulder, and he's he's really he's really gesticulating back towards the mountains now, um, pl- almost pleading to maybe leave. Not sure. Anyway, American, your turn. All right. Uh, American grabs the bag, uh, the rucksack or whatever off him, and looks him deep in the eyes and goes, "Thank you, friend. I'll protect it with my life. Get out of here now. I promise." I promise I'll look after this. Just leave. Go. So you're telling you're telling him to leave. Can you give me a persuasion yeah. persuasion roll? 
Okay. With advantage of his charm. Yeah, yeah, totally with advantage. Oh, true. Okay. I'm queuing up my advantage, please. Oh, should I use inspiration? This would be a really good point to use inspiration. Well, you're, you're, it's already an advantage. It's already an advantage, so I can't get double if I'm no. Good thing I have the worst charisma. Oh, yeah, the worst charisma ever. We'll see how that plays out. Um, <laughs> it's another bag, though. Anything, anything else? Um, I'll start uh, running in the opposite direction to where my comrades are. Oh, so nice. I'm going to run 30 feet towards them, and that will be my move. Are you going to move your little character? I was just stepping out the thirty. Is that right? <laughs> oh, right. So you're um, so you're running towards the comrades. Yes. Yes. Nice. Interesting. I wonder, yeah, but I wonder how Heyman's going to take that move. Does Does your charm spell lose effect, effectiveness for when you're further away from it, or no? no I don't no. believe. No. Once he's charmed, I'm... he's charmed for a minute. So. Okay. <clears throat> the only I, thing that's going to snap him out of that is if uh, he's attacked by. If he gets attacked. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Gil, back to you. Um, Dave, can you describe how Loris is currently standing? How he's standing? Yeah. Um, Post his him being attacked and like attacking back and stuff. Not sure, Jimmy. Um, Basically, so the last. Is he standing at full stretch? Is he crouched over? Like. Uh, he's kind of just bracing for bracing. He's been bracing for the attacks that have been coming. So he's kind of just sort of dodge, dodge, you know. So he'd be, I guess, crouched a bit, sort of, you know, ready to launch into another attack. Okay. I think, like, if he's if he's standing there braced, what I'm going to do is Gil, like, being real cocky after, like, <laughs> oh, my God. is actually going to step up onto the flat side of his axe. And he's gonna do like a little tumble <laughs> over Loros. So he's gonna try to like lightly step up, like acrobatically, one might say. Yeah, that's gonna be an acrobatics check. Oh, <laughs> See, this, feels, this feels like a Finn announced moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I rolled with advantage, but I should probably should oh. So you rolled a it's one. A five. Well it's a crit fail. It was a crit fail. It was, it was a crit, crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> so can you just so can you just describe what you were trying to do? So you're gonna try like stand on the floor. Yeah, so I was gonna what I was trying to do was stand on the the flat side of the the great axe mm-hmm. and I was gonna try to like uh barrel roll over yep. Loris. Cool. And then slash down with my dagger at the at this guy here. Give me a roll to hit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Pride cometh before a fall. Oh, yeah. Look at me. I'm so good. <laughs> um, 15. And give me a D100. No, it's 16 because you get the advantage in the 16. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. All right. Um, Dave, what's your AC? My AC is oh. 14. 14. All right. So as... As Gil kind of like does this little barrel roll over you. Um, so what weapon was in your hand? The dagger. The dagger oh, was in your hand. Oh, no. <laughs> As you, you, oh. roll, you roll over and it kind of it's just... It's better than the short sword. Yeah, yeah. It catches on Loris and sort of like you just scratch along his side. 
um, before you don't even notice it's happening. You you roll. You think you're perfecting this. You roll over him. You finish the maneuver and you plunge this dagger into the zombie's um, head, and it drops dead to the ground. But you have done uh, one point of damage to to Loris during that maneuver. Ow! <laughs> so Loris screams. Loris screams out in agony as you as you do that. Um, Loris is like for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's just like a magnet for getting hit by accidental friendly fire. Yeah, yeah. friendly um, fire. Just put me in front of anybody. I don't care. Fuck it out. Yeah, do, um, Gil, do you have any points of inspiration or anything at the moment? Uh, I think I might have an inspiration okay. actually. Because right. if you if you if you didn't, I was going to give you one for that move. That was a great move. Um, but even though it failed, it was still a really good good move. Um, and, then, and then I'm just gonna sorry, I'm just gonna oh, land. Yeah. Gonna uh, take my because so attacking with light weapons is you can do two attacks. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then so like I'm landing on one knee, and mm. I still think I'm hot shit, right? Because yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That, I don't know that Loris <laughs> got hurt or anything. And so another one, I'm just going to like reach out from one knee up towards the one that Loris has been trying to deal to for Mm -hmm. like ever and ever with my short sword. Okay, cool. Give us a roll to hit. Uh, With advantage because of of Loris, ironically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think 17. Perfect. Hockey, son of <laughs> so from that kneeling position, you just kind of pull out that short sword and like swipe it up the side of this um, zombie, um, and it uh, the arm its its arm goes flying, so it's now armless. You've managed to Armor. do what Loris couldn't, um, and it it falls back onto the ground. Um, it sort of lets out a little moan and stands back up. Um, looking, I think I just want to—I just—I just, I just want to like pose on one knee with like a big gaudy white toothed smile and just like the sun glinting off my sword and my teeth at the same time. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a little small scratch, like a puddle of uh, blood forming on Loris's side. I don't know about that. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do. <laughs> yeah. Really Sig, it is your turn. You've just um, been attacked by a uh, by a zombie that you've kind of nudged off into the into the uh, spike growth. So Sig, being through the battles that he has, understands that this zombie must be immune to hammers. So he drops his hammer down for a moment, and then charges and shoves the zombie back further into the spike growth. Give me a strength check, please. No, I'll, I'll roll. Um... What am I going to roll? I am going to roll and see how we do. Sig rolls a 17. And the zombie rolled a 17 plus 1. What? You guys clash. You guys clash. It's At this point, you notice that you've come up against what is clearly one of the, the biggest, strongest, muscliest zombies of the lot you kind of have a quick look around and you see all these wiry dead bodies but this guy seems just to be hulking out in front of you um anything else sig will move his feet into the sternest strongest part of the rocks beneath him uh, ready for the next round okay cool uh loris we're back with you 
You've just seen, cool. you've just had Gil roll over you and you've felt something like jab really sharp into yeah. your side. Um, and then he, he had the gall to remove the arm that you yeah. <laughs> so focused on removing. So, so before I get into it, I just want to check how many rounds this battle's gone for. Because I need to check, I need to verify how many rounds my rage has been engaged for. Because it's essentially a minute. I'd say that's like... So it must be about eight? I'd say maybe nine. six or seven. So it hasn't been a minute yet. Okay, cool. I'm good. All right, sweet. <laughs> I'm filthy with Gil. That's just... <laughs> <clears throat> so he's rolled over, rolled over my shoulders, basically sliced me in the side in the process of doing it, right? Yeah. Certainly has. You're like a punching bag. Already, already raging. This is just infuriated for even more. Or <laughs> a human jungle gym. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna look down at this little poser and his little smile, and he's like, "Kill, seriously." <laughs> and then turn my attention to this armless, now armless zombie, um, and. In a way of kind of showing Gil how it should be done, I'm basically just going to drop my axe, pick him up, and body slam him onto the ground. Like like, like the, um, I don't know, Ultimate Warrior style. Just pick him up and turf him into the ground. Yeah, give us a, give us a roll to hit. So it's just an unarmed, eh? Yeah, we'll just do an unarmed for this one. Sweet. Um, and I would like to use my, my the inspiration point that I've got sitting there, so I want to do it with advantage. Actually, I've got to think this through. I've got to think this through. This is, you're trying to grab him, yeah? You're trying to grapple him, basically. Grab onto him to do this move, right? Well, I'm basically just, yeah, he has no arm. So it's, it's, you're, not, you're not striking him. You're trying to grab and then do some sort of move on him. So I'm going to, we'll have to do, we'll have to do a grapple. So we're going to have to do a strength. We're going to have to do a strength check. Okay. Can I use my inspiration point to get advantage on this you, rock? You certainly can. Thank you. So you want a strength strength check of some kind yeah yeah all right there it comes i roll a 17 i tell you what you could have rolled a one and done it he had no arms to stop you i just wanted you to roll so you, you basically <laughs> you you grab, you grab him uh you grab him and we'll do we'll do an unarmed strike as well so now we can just let you do, we'll right, do we'll now we now to slam him into the ground yeah, awesome. yeah. um and there it is. Alright. So seventeen again doing four damage. Perfect. So you, you just pick this armless zombie up and you are you like head first into the ground or just like landing on top of him, like kind of full on body slam? Like what are you wanting to do? Just a body slam. So you know like, like this the scoop slam, you know, like you've round him into the ring, you just pick him up and just Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. pick him up and just like sort of leap into the air. And sort of do this almost half backflip and just come down on top of this zombie. And it just pops. Like its rib cage pops. Its its pelvis bone just shatters. And you kind of like bring you, you push yourself up off the ground and it is its head is a mess. It's you, there's almost nothing left of this thing. I needed some zombie goo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> So that's, there's just one. There's only one zombie left, by the looks of things. Um, and Haman, the biggest Come zombie. On. Come on, Steve. What are you doing? <laughs> Toughest zombie. Um, <laughs> all right. So it is the zombie's turn, uh, and the one in front of um, Sig. Man, he's he's, pissy. he's he's just as frustrated with you, I think, Sig. Um, but he rolls with his first attack an eighteen. Ooh. <laughs> 
That is not enough to beat Cragnolian Steel. Oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so that's sort of just, is, is it due to the shield? You're holding up the shield that has uh, stopped his attack? Is that what you're thinking? My AC is 20. Oh, damn. When did that wow. go off? What? Has it always been 20? I bought split mail from the, the shop. <laughs> okay, good. That's awesome. Damn you. No, that's good. That doesn't. It's not going to stop him from um, scratching out one more time. And both attacks just kind of like to uh, be are deflected um, or just don't seem to penetrate um, the armor that you've got. Um, and nice. and I even used a point of inspiration to um, oh. to, to really try. Uh, okay, that's the zombies turn. Shannon or Baron, back to you. All right, I'm going to run up next American. Uh, and then look to my right and see a zombie that's uh, still attacking. I'm going to attempt chill touch on it. <gasps> Watch out, Sig. Sig. <laughs> 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 this, this shit's really weird and kind of unexpected. Okay, with a roll of 12, you have managed to uh, attack this right. zombie. Uh, uh, 1d8. So how much damage does it do? There's a four. And that's enough to knock him down um, into the spike growth. Um, normally, that would have that would have uh, had him sort of reserved, like get back up to his feet. But he gets knocked down. He lets out a little moan, and as he gets up, the spike growth just kind of tears uh, his arms to pieces, and he flops down into the spike growth, um, dead. Oh, invisible spikes! Yeah. Those, those split spike, spike growth was a great, great move. Um, anything else, Shannon? Um, I'm just going to look at American and ask, what the hell's going on? What the, what, what's the bag? What's that bag you've got? Uh, <laughs> I, I've charmed him. I'm panicking. But he's my <laughs> friend right now, and I don't know what to do, but I've got his stuff. <laughs> Cool. We got to get out of here. Right. Um, uh, I, oh, I look freaked out. That's um, <laughs> the end of my turn. I'm just looking uh, surprised. Cool. Now, what did you roll on the? Uh, oh, you did a performance check before, Joe. I wanted a persuasion oh, check. Did I do the wrong one? Uh, Could you give me a persuasion uh, check? And that was at advantage because he was indeed. That's right. That's right. Uh, persuasion. Oh, I've yeah. clicked the one above. <sighs> That's right. We'll, we'll, <laughs> I rolled two sixes. Okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. So, Heyman sees you like you've you've grabbed that bag um, and just taken off towards who he thinks is the enemy. But you've you've shouted out, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" And he's there's a bit of confusion because he's like, well, "I just told you to get out of here, and I'll take care of it." Uh, and he's just like, "Well, I, I guess she's." I guess she's, I mean, she's a great, she's a great girl. So she's probably got this under control. And he, um, he starts, he slams his quarterstaff down and that same kind of silvery mist uh, appears around him and he, and he just disappears. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I've made a good choice, but. Okay. Um, And you can, you can. Uh. You can sort of, well, who might see this? Sig, you're facing in that direction. Um, you're the, you sort of see him reappear sort of a good 
distance off to the um, to the right of where he was originally standing. He seems just to be running. We're not catching him as we can just... <laughs> He's so far away from us. Yeah. Cool. Um, Mirakin, back to you. Uh, he is going to be so pissed when he realizes <laughs> that I'm not a friend. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> well, you've got all the stuff now. So she's already explained that to um, dear Brian. But um, mm-hmm. so I can see that all the zombies are dead now. Yeah, yeah, everyone, all of all of the zombies are covered dead. in blood, with, uh, panting and puffing and looking generally dishevelled. Mm. And I call out, "Orcs have arrived! Uh, I've charmed Haman. He's he's running off. Help! What do we do? I've got his stuff for some reason." <laughs> <laughs> um, are you doing any action, or are you just talking uh, for your turn? I will move closer to my team and I'm going to, I'm just going to ready a dodge just in case a stray javelin comes at me. Okay, cool. I just want everyone to know there's orcs. <laughs> yeah, so you spend your turn explaining exactly what's happened. The whole team now knows that you, you charmed um, Heyman, that you told him to run after obtaining his gear um, and that you've been attacked by, well, you think you've been attacked by at least one orc attack. So that's what everyone knows, Gil. I just want to stress he's probably going to be extremely pissed and I'm very frightened. Question for the DM. So do we know, like, after a charm spell that the person, like, realises that they've been magically influenced and they... Yeah, so you you know that. You know that because you charm people with song. I believe uh, the Baron would know since it's magical. Uh, and, also and he's being charmed. Yep. Actually, you would all know because you've you've seen what happened with the, yeah. um, with Baron. Charmed me. Yeah. Asshole. So yes, you will. You you all Nuri know that he'll Nuri be aware that he's being charmed. Okay. <clears throat> um, and like Gil looking over, does he see the orcs as well, or like if I'm facing the like I'm looking in this general direction. Yeah, you you see you see the orcs. Um, you're on the same sort of level as they are, um, and they're sort of like focused on on this uh, on Hamid running towards them now. <laughs> is that John saying that, or is that Gil saying that? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Gil um, runs his hands through his hair. Fuck! Isn't but he's still <laughs> like sexy boy band style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think knowing that he's going to be pissed at us, um, I'm just going to run forward to here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah, good stuff. Um, now, okay, so this this will be classified as an attack on him. That's right. Well, it doesn't do any damage. It's, it's more a, like going to a bar or a, no. You know, I, it's more. Of, it's more I'll, of an I'll put the, I'll put the rules right. in the chat. I'm 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 more concerned with the rules of of the of charmed. Where is the 
Did you put the rules up for your charmed? No. Oh, there he goes. Uh, or until you or an ally attack them. It doesn't say it hurts them. So it's a magical if, slumber. It's not really an yeah, it's so an it depends, it depends if you attack. consider this an attack or not. Yeah, you're the DM. It's a magical you, you attack, it right? It's it's 100% a magical <laughs> attack. It's, an magical effect. it's a magical spell that puts on some sort yeah. of like condition, it, right? That's an attack. It's affecting him against his will, essentially, which is an yeah. attack. So, but if you hit, amazing. <laughs> Please don't miss. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast it at level two. You're going to what, sorry? I'm going to cast it at level two. No! <laughs> Uh, so there is no save. No. You just roll. Oh. So I roll 7d8. He goes to sleep. 7d8. It's just going to be higher than his HP, right? Yeah, correct. And how big of a um, radius is this? Uh, 20. 20. Feet. Okay. 20, but I'm going to tinker it on him. You could probably get the orcs as well. Mm. Nah, nah, it wouldn't be able to. They're almost thirty foot away from him. But it's a radius, so that yeah. means twenty foot yeah. radius, I, forty feet. Could, but it's pretty risky. You would be able to get Haman and one of the orcs if you placed it. If you placed it. Wait, which perfectly. one? Which one's the one? Oh, actually, Gil doesn't know which one was arguing to leave and which one was arguing to stay. Oh God, Gil right. doesn't know. <laughs> No. Okay. Good ice in that, in that case, just, my my primary concern is uh, Heyman. <laughs> okay. I rolled at forty-two. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, probably <laughs> yeah. not okay. <laughs> yeah, as as Heyman's like, I've got a song. <gasps> Rockabye Heyman with your zombies. Where the dead go, the people will fear. When the bird sings, the necro will fall. And down will go Haman, undead and all. At, at full speed, full kind of like mid-air run, Haman just like unconscious and just like, just like soars through the air and just into the ground. Brilliant. Um, he is, fly. I love it. He is fast asleep. Um, Sig, we're back with you. What would you like to do? So Sig would like to assess the battlefield and Murican's face to see if he can determine if the spike growth is still in effect. I was going to say, is it all right if I end that concentration spell now? Yeah, I was, yeah I was going to ask you at the end of your last turn if you wanted to release that. So you can totally release that now if you like. I will release that. Okay, I will delete that. So Sig is going to spend his turn dashing towards Heyman, and he has to go around a bit of a corner. So I'm guessing I can get maybe somewhere here. Uh, let's have a look. 5, 10, 15, 20, Yeah, about there. Let's say that. Sweet. Um, and Sig will be like, after them! He used a plural when he didn't need to, but... That's <laughs> Uh, cool. Do you just want to, oh, there we go. There we go. Um, Loris, over to you. So, so seeing, so I've seen obviously um, Heyman drop to sleep. I've seen Sig chase off after him. Mm -hmm. From where I'm at, can I see? I've 
Am I can, am I able to see the orcs and figure out whether they're a threat or not, or are they do they appear like they're threatening, or do they are they actually looking like they're leaving? What's their kind of situation? At seeing Heyman running towards them, they've both got battle axes in their hands. Okay, all right. So, um, given this is kind of my, I think this is like the last last piece, last round of the battle that my rage will last. Um, although I can flick it back on again, but I'm just kind of for this particular mm. session. Um, I'm going to run about 30 feet that away. And from here, I am going to, um, throw a javelin at that guy. Okay. What's the, what's the, um, uh, range on your javelin? I can't remember. (laughs) Hang on a second. I never use my, I very rarely use them. Uh, it's um, 30, 30 feet. So javelin is 30, 30 foot uh, or up to 120 with disadvantage. Up to 120, but it's disadvantage, yeah? Yeah. So it's six, it's a throw of 60-odd feet, so I so, guess that counts as disadvantage. Correct. So I will still throw it with disadvantage. I have no problem with that. I roll a 14. Uh, let's have a look. A 14 is enough, actually. And it does six piercing damage to this ugly orc here. Uh, six piercing damage. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So that um, javelin goes sort of like flying through the air and hits into um, the orc. And he just sort of lets out a bit of a scream as it like <laughs> just lands into his thigh. Just punches straight through this, this, the, uh, the armor he's got over his thigh. And he screams out, Ah! I'll get you, you maggot! He screams as he points at... Yeah, he points. Um, Um, And with that, my rage subsides. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We'll get rid of the zombies out of the turn order. It should be plus two, right? Because it was raging? Oh, yeah, plus two. Sorry, I don't have a... Yeah, I don't have a a javelin rage, sorry, because I don't... It was... Oh, it's an extra two two damage on it. Oh, it's even better. Good spot, John. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Uh, so we're back with uh, Shannon. Baron. What's that Baron okay. up to? I just looked up the um, the World uh, Olympic Javelin Throwing. Um, <laughs> 321 feet. So wow. Oh, seriously. I reckon Loris could match that. Yeah. I might try it um, one time. <laughs> You can only get 120 feet, though. <laughs> I might have to ask. That can be a side point. I'm going to go up behind this rock here, and I'm going to shoot the one that just got shot with chill touch. Chill touch, okay. What's the range on that thing? 120 feet. Dang, okay. Nice. Okay. Diddly Easy. What's that? A nine. That's a nine. That one that that one does miss, unfortunately. Uh, I like to think that it kind of just like dissipated just as it got to him. Just kind of like (sighs) just faded (laughs) off into nothing. Stroked his leg. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. It is Heyman is fast asleep yet again. Completely completely undisturbed. Um, he just lays there. Uh, it's before it is mirror concerned, it is the orc's turn. Um, 
and both of them, especially the one that took the javelin, he's fuming, he's fuming, but the other one is sort of like grabbing on, trying to like pull pull him back and realizes it's just no use. Um, I'm so pleased I had the angry one. <laughs> um, and and the the goblin, uh, the the orc that has uh, can't seem to um, pull the friend away from battle. Uh, he just he he dashes right. He he dashes out of view. Oh yeah, out of view. What? Chicken he's shit. he's gone. He's just run off, and he he looks to be heading up towards the mountains, back where he was oh, pointing, oh. back to where he was pointing earlier. Um, oh. Okay, Merican, we're back with you. Merican is simply shocked at everyone's eagerness to get back into battle as she had assumed they would all just run away. <laughs> um, <laughs> being the squishy, cowardly elf that she is, she just assumed that they would n- never risk such things. But as she sees Sig dash away towards Heyman, she decides she needs to follow and support and, and uses her turn to dash as far as she can towards the situation back in the fray. Cool. So that's, oh, 60 feet, isn't it? So that's 30. So I'm basically right next to Sig again. Okay, cool. Um, all right, anything else with that, American? That's my whole turn as I've used my extra move to dash. Okay, perfect. Uh, Gil. Oh, sorry, I keep skipping past people. Gil, it is your turn. Um, I'd like to call out to the orc, um, and I'd just like to say... You've seen what we can do. Do not test us. We mean you no harm. Uh, give us a give us a persuasion check. Uh, persuasion. I'm fortunately pretty good at that. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah, but we do. <laughs> he replies. Okay. Sit your finger in a way. Is that my action? Uh yeah, that was that was your reaction. Oh, sorry, that was your action. Yeah. Okay. Do you need to move as well? You can definitely yeah, move if you need to move. I'll move thirty yeah. feet. The only reason I say that is because I always forget to move <laughs> and regret it. Um, so just before your turn, um, Gil, as you're running back up these stairs, uh, you kind of look off. You sort of glimpse something sort of coming up the uh, the path that you guys originally headed into, or sorry, the path that leads up into the old owl well. And you're not really sure what it is. It's about um, four foot tall. Now my map animates great and the sounds kick in. Perfect timing. Um, <laughs> it, it seems to sort of be hobbling. It almost looks mummy-like. Um, oh, God. But on closer inspection, you see that it's literally just covered in web like oh, web Brandon. and it's it's just kind of oh, sorry it's just walking it's sort of stumbling um into into shot into into view um but we will move to sig sig you haven't seen this so sig runs up to the fallen necromancer grabs his hammer and he knows that this is what he's going to cash in is inspiration point for. <laughs> yeah! And he takes a deep breath. And he stands back. <laughs> oh, you away from <laughs> Oh, what? what? I just wanted to add, you don't actually do need to use your inspiration. You do get advantage on, since he's prone on the ground in front of you. 
Double inspiration. And if, <laughs> and if you hit, because he is prone and conscious in front of you, it is a crit. Oh, do it. Smash his All right, here we go. So I've got advantage, right? You do. Two-handed attack. It's going to line up the head. Like one, <laughs> two. <laughs> All right, roll to oh, smash him in. Yeah. More smashed head. Here we go. A six. Oh my god! <laughs> roll, roll again. You've got advantage. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> we can ignore the crit fail behind the curtain. <laughs> oh, Twelve oh, is enough. How do you? <laughs> and that's a crit. Can you can you roll damage again? And we'll just and we'll add it on. So what's that? A one d ten plus? Uh, just one d ten. One d ten. Make it a good one. Come on. Oh. <laughs> okay. So all the show. No. Your hammer just <laughs> just makes a big swipe through the air, and it comes down. More on his shoulder than his head. Uh, and it just sort of crack. You just hear like the bones just crunching underneath that hit. Um, and Heyman just wakes with a scream. Um, anything else? Oh, you broke his shoulder at least. He is awake. Um, as I'm saying, he's seen his foe has not been dispatched. He kicks off action surge. And uses the spiky bit of his axe hammer thing to drive it down into his sternum. Give me a roll. With advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Please make it good. A 14. And a 13. Alright, either either we'll go with a a 14 since it was the first roll. Uh, And where are you aiming with the the pointy part of your um, right in the the center of his chest. He only has time to scream for a split second as you like bring that hammer around and plunge it directly into his sternum. His eyes widen and he mouths nothing. And then his eyes relax and the life has left his eyes. Haman is dead. What a glorious way to go. All right, so diplomacy is off the table. <laughs> we were never talking to this guy. <laughs> that was never happening. <laughs> Wait and see. Um, uh, don't worry, I've got that on the, on the list of things to get. Loris. <laughs> Loris. It might be, I might already have the tea. Oh, well, you <laughs> could have. We definitely need to check that. You've, um, after, you've seen Sig. Yeah, you've seen Sig across the pit, like just bring Heyman to his death. Um, yeah, so I think I think a, a, a shared cheer, like a, um, across the way to you know, celebrate the fact that he's down, and it was beautiful. Um, <laughs> and yes, I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> out and proud. Um, yeah, right. So. <clears throat> From where I am, I'm basically just going to dash in behind um, this pillar here. Bit of a tactical because I can't reach the orc where he is. So I'm just going to dash and kind of park myself here. So I'm sort of out of sight, out of the way, and I'm just going to be ready 
I'm hoping that he comes towards me. I'm just going to be ready to basically jump on him and smash his head in. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm just adding the uh, orc officially to the turn order. Uh, okay, cool. So um, the Baron hears a bit of shambling sort of from behind him as well. And it's just this... Yeah, you turn around and you see, um, you know, something that looks like, looks the height of Billy Goblin. But you can't really make out any discernible features. And he's Thanks, He's completely covered in in um, spider webs now, completely oh, and no. utterly covered. Um, and it's kind oh. of it's kind of pulsating. Different parts of him are pulsating as he kind of almost Silent Hill style just walks um, slowly towards towards you. Um, Gross. And he's just he's different standing. parts of him. Yeah, it's it's like where you might think his arm is moving, like the where his forearm might be is pulsating out, and then another part on his thigh is kind of pulsating. Parts of his body is moving in ways that it shouldn't. Uh, you and you do recall what happened last time, right? And it's he, almost exploded. And it's almost completely <laughs> silent as well, which just gives it another sort of air of. Uh, uncertainty. So that's what you meant when he was like, like a mummy. He's all wrapped up in the web, yeah, almost mummy-like. Um, it um, is the Baron's um, turn. Oh, he's not attacking me. He's covered. I don't know what he could attack you with. Uh, this is great. <laughs> he's just going to hug you. I'm going to say, uh, Billy, is that you? And there's not not a sound. Not a not a sausage of response. Okay. All you can hear is this is the footsteps. And you can hear kind of like a, a squirming underneath the web. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run away. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to run over um, behind this pillar. Uh, help me. <laughs> this is disgusting. Um, I, will, I will do poison spray and then run. Okay. Uh, so that's a constitution saving throw of 13. Yeah, he's totally fine. That was a nat 20. It couldn't Ooh, get okay. past the web, basically. All right. So I poison and then run. Okay. okay. So, yeah, you've, you've left this uh, poison-covered webbed being pulsating mm. behind you as you catch up to Murican. Um, I, I would say it was... What was that? Sorry, I'm just going to say, help me, America. This is just over here. Um, it's the orc's turn, uh, and the orc sort of has watched Loris go running down um, to his south. Um, and let's see, what, what's he going to do? The orc uh, runs to get some to be able to basically eye up Loris. Runs out into the open, um, and he pulls out a javelin and eyes it over and looks over at Loris and says, this one's got your name on it, done it. And he just turfs that um, towards towards Loris. Uh, Is Loris in half cover because of the pillar or not? Yeah, he's in, he's in half cover. We'll say half cover. Um, but the orc has rolled a 24. Oh! Um, and does six damage. Dave, you're, you're, you're muted. On, you're on mute, Dave. I'm going to use my... Um, my 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 um, that um, thing that halves 
Yeah, that's the word. Stone's Endurance that um, reduces the damage or well, gives me a 1d12 plus 1 to reduce the damage. Yeah, cool. So give us a 1d12. <laughs> yeah, um, hang on a second. 1d12, rolling. Nice, plus 1. Nine, plus 1, 10. All right, sweet. So you negate that six damage, which is pretty good. So as this javelin, just before it hits, the a patch of your skin just like hardens to stone and it just bounces off, just pink onto the ground. Um, and you can hear the orc, orc's frustration. Ah, you've got <laughs> tricks in you, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like orcs. <laughs> it's uh, Miracle's turn. She's a... Uh... Still not quite. Um, she's probably seen Sig attack Haman, but she's continuing to run towards them because she's not sure what's happened. But as she draws up to the situation, she sees that he has well and truly been killed. Mm. Um, yeah, well and so and she truly. sees the situation and is like, well, my buddy's life is over mm. now. Um <laughs> Well done. <laughs> uh, this, this, this is getting out of hand. We've got a mummy on one side. We've got an orc on the other side. I'm just going to use my turn to stand next to Sig and ready a dodge should anything come at me. Okay. Um, Gil, we're back with you. I'm just going to, like, throw my hand out dismissively um, towards the orc. And just call out, I, we don't have time for this. And uh, cast sleep on him. Oh, man. <laughs> <clears throat> Come on, you and sleep. Goliath versus Orc battle. It's set up beautifully for a the- theatrical, dramatic Orc versus Goliath. <sighs> um, Billy is here. Uh, 23. Okay. The orc. I need to make sure he's got nothing that can... Nah, he's fine. So that that um, drops him. He's he's he, he almost goes down fighting. He's kind of... You see his eyes uh, slowly lower and he starts dropping. He puts one foot down on the ground and sturdies himself and pushes back up and then just topples onto his back. Oh, he's like those cute little kitten videos. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's fast asleep now. I can, can I, I traverse this here or no? What was that? Sorry. Can I traverse this here? Yeah, that'll that's only probably a, a couple of feet up, so that's fine. Um, I think like seeing Billy just kind of like he's never short of words, but just seeing him silently shamble towards us is probably the most horrifying thing he could possibly do. Mm. Um, and I'm just going to call <laughs> for Loros and just say, Loros. Billy's here, uh, and I'm just going to move up here and then across towards the rest of the party. Okay, just um, like sign- signaling to Loris to form up. Cool, Sig. You've seen and heard uh, everyone sort of rushing towards you and mentioning um, Billy again. Uh, sorry, American. I was just going to be cheeky, and this is okay if you don't allow it. But I just realised I would have seen Sig was badly hurt and that I could have cast a healing spell. Would that be okay? No, unfortunately, the time has gone. The time has gone. Uh, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you've, you've heard uh, the calls that Billy is back. Um, 
and you turn around and you can see past Gil near the tops of the stairs. Something that doesn't look very Billy-like, but uh, what do you know? All right, so as Mirakin approaches, she can see that Sig is focused on the dead necromancer and you see him pull his blade out. He's just about to do something when he sees her approach. Then he hears the, the calls from Billy Goblin and he looks around. Can I see him from my position? You can see Billy from your position. So he quickly pockets his knife, grabs his shield and hammer, and heads off towards his nemesis. <laughs> and I'm going to get to just by Baron McBaronston. <laughs> and he's just going to have a chat to Baron for a few seconds. Baron, get behind me. <clears throat> Gladly. <Quick>. Okay. <laughs> I will do. Jesus. Cool. Um, all right, Loris, over to you. Um, yeah, so my intention was to um, go and destroy this orc, but now that Gil has kind of called over and sort of said that Billy's here, sort of looked back and seen this, I don't know, web-covered thing. I, I would say um, you really haven't, like, from your position, oh, you'd see it if you'd, yeah, you would have heard him. Never mind, carry on. Sorry. So, so I'm um, instead of instead of doing what um, I personally, as in David, not Loris, would normally do and ignore the party. I'm going to <laughs> going to actually listen and do what Loris would do, um, and I will dash, I guess, back back to whence I came, um, and heading towards back towards Billy. So I'm now there and waiting to head back towards Billy at some point. Okay. It is this webbed creature's turn. Um, and it just seems to slowly uh, follow after the Baron. Jesus. Uh, and sort of just is maybe next to, not close enough to sit, not within striking distance of Sig yet. I know Sig will want to get closer. But he is uh, almost just sort of kind of bumping into the Baron now. Bumping into me. Just gently. And you can kind of, every bump is pulsating against me. And it's kind of soft and, and squishy. He just wants a hug. I think we should kill it with fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is, is the Baron's turn. Can I pull out my cigarette lighter and um, <laughs> try and light him? Yeah, yeah. Um, up. I don't even. I don't even think you really need to roll anything for that. I think you just stick your hand out, um, yeah. and and light light this web on fire, and it just it just goes up and just Whoa. flame, um, and it starts writhing and and walking backwards, um, and drops to its back about ten feet away from you as it does so, and as the webs burn, what you can see underneath is. Almost a, 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 a um, not a refreshed version of Billy, but a rather different version of Billy. He's maybe a, a foot and a half taller uh, than the last time you sort saw him. His entire his entire body shows no sign of um, uh, having been damaged or anything. Um, he has taken on the form of a hobgoblin. Oh no! <laughs> That's how you get hobgoblins. 
Some kind of cocoon-based process. <laughs> um, he was a larvae, now he's a cocoon. A beautiful, soon he'll be a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> That's the next step. That's it. It goes goblin, hobgoblin, butterfly. <laughs> uh, anything Anything else on your turn there, Baron? Uh, yeah, I'm going to run, run as far away as I can get. <laughs> yeah. Go in this bush over here by this dead necromancer. Hopefully <laughs> not dead necromancers in a minute. Okay, cool. It is the orc's turn and the orc is fast asleep still. Uh, so how long is he asleep for? Is there a time limit on uh, that? Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Okay, cool. So this is his second sleeping round. Uh, first American. Sleep, right? No, that's his... No, first, sorry. Yeah, no, first sleeping round. Sorry. Um, American, back with you. And have I seen this horrifying abomination appear? It's happening almost directly behind the pillar. You, All you've seen is um, the Baron stick out his lighter, this thing go up in flame. Him, the look on his face as he saw what was revealed and him running to your side or near you. Oh, hi, Brian. <laughs> back in the bushes again, eh, Brian? Okay. <laughs> It's just heavy breathing and pointing and big eyes. It's like how's how he looking? Because uh, Byron hasn't taken any damage at all, has he? I don't Ever. think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> Effective strategy is what I call that. <laughs> yeah, I should like, be hanging out in bushes too. Yeah. Hmm. I've got a sleeping orc on one side. Have I seen that he's fallen asleep? Yeah, you've seen. If you if you look over, you see him asleep on the ground. Ah, okay. All right. I'm go- I'm gonna run forward next to Gil. Um, stand next to Gil. Go. Are you all right, Gil? Yes. All right. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for the next abomination, and I just. Uh, um, ready myself for when Billy emerges behind the <laughs> behind the pillar. What are you readying? I'm going to ready with my short bow. And so, as soon as he pops out from around that pillar, you will Boom, take a shot. Okay. Yeah, perfect. That's <laughs> cool, Gil. Over to you. Um, so, so most of the webbing and things have melted away from this. They just uh, burnt up. They burnt up. This beast, but he hasn't like engaged us in conversation. No, he hasn't had a hasn't had a chance to. He knocked. He was knocked down onto his back. The webbing has all been burnt off, and what you can see lying on the ground is a hobgoblin form. Is he naked? He's he's not naked. What was that? Sorry, Gil. Is it like Terminator, where he's like, dun 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 forcing himself up? He's 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 still just on his back right now. Okay. He hasn't had his turn. That was my fourth movie reference this episode. <laughs> Very good. Um okay. I'm just gonna call out and I'm gonna say, Your mum is so ugly, clerics try to turn her. Uh vicious mockery. DC thirteen wisdom. Uh, do you need a line of sight for it? Uh, no, he just needs to be able to hear me. All right, he can totally hear. DC 13, was it? Um, he's failed. Oh, wait, uh, was that constitutional wisdom, sorry? Uh, wisdom. Oh, yeah, and he's failed. He's failed that. So he takes 1d4 damage. Oops, 
I don't uh, yeah. Uh, two. And he has disadvantage on his next attack. Okay. Disadvantage <clears throat> on his next attack. Okay. Cool. And then um, as my bonus action, I'm just going to call out and say, Sig, stop. It's hammer time. I know. It's quite a sig. Oh, you're handing your inspiration over? Or is this Bardic? Yeah. I'm, yeah, cool. I'm using my Bardic inspiration. Is that a bonus action, is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, there is an MC Hammer movie as well, so that could count as your first. <laughs> uh, Sig, we're with you. You've you've seen um, what you assumed was Billy uh, coming at you, covered in webs, couldn't see really anything in it. It got set on fire, it's fallen to back, and you've just seen this, um, this hobgoblin sh- form uh, on the ground in front of you. Sig has only seen hobgoblins a few times in his past. He knows them as the foulest pinnacle of goblin kind, and he steps forwards almost slowly but resolutely until he's standing over him and then shackles his shield for a moment for a two-handed grab on his hammer and then caches as an inspiration in as he brings it down upon his foe. All right. Give us a roll with advantage. That's an eight Roll one plus one. advantage one. Eighteen. Hey. Yes. Eighteen nine bludgeoning. is enough. Um, and you bring that hammer down into this hobgoblin's uh, like sternum. And it does, it, it sort of hits the armor where he's, he looks like he's wearing chain mail of some sort. And it does, it does some decent damage into the chest of this um, hobgoblin. But he's, he's still okay. He's still alive. Uh, anything else? Sig will attempt to just have a quick nod of appreciation back to Gil. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Loris, back to you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so from where I am, I think I'm, I can literally just sort of move myself, come running around here. I see what appears to be a hobgoblin in front of Sig. Um, how far away is he? He's 40 feet. I think I can get myself to within 30 feet of him, approximately. So, yeah, let's say I'm 30 feet. I well, can't no, no, wait, you are definitely not within 30 feet there. No, well, I, I, want, I can be. I want to be. I will be. What about <laughs> uh, how far? Hold on. That's going to be 10. That's. 25, 27. You can move forward a little more then, I guess, to, to make sure you're within that, 30 feet. That puts me within 30 feet. That, yeah. that was my plan. I had the measurements. I just couldn't be bothered moving it. <laughs> um, so from from that distance, which is approximately 30 feet, I'm going to throw um, another javelin into his back. Um, well, he's he's um, he's prone on the ground at the moment, so it'll be thrown, oh, prone. With, with, oh, dis- be thrown with disadvantage. Why is everything prone on the ground? Okay, in that case, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to keep um, knocking things onto the ground. Uh, in that case, I'm just going to. I'll just dash right up to him. Okay. So I'll do the sixty. So I'll wait for him to get up, and then I can smash him. All right. Speaking of getting up, it is this hobgoblin's turn. Um, he looks up at Sig, and just smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is what it's been about from the beginning. And he grabs 
his um his longsword from his side with both hands and just slashes it across your shins. He has a longsword. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, he rolled badly and only got an eight, and he just kind of uh, swipes past your legs. And he, as he gets to his feet, actually, I think he's, no, he does, he will get to his feet. Um, starts cursing. Ah, sh- shit. Um, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. They were both bad. He might get a crit fail. Oh no no no! It was it was an eight and a nine. So even his first roll was it was bad anyway. Uh, so he's just kind of <laughs> muttering under his feet. Um, and how how tall is Sig? He's about standard human height, which in <laughs> his case is five footy ish. Five five foot. <laughs> That's pretty small. Five That's foot very small human. Five foot ten, sorry. Okay, yeah. So for the first time you and and um you recognize the voice, it's definitely Billy Goblin. Uh almost face to face this time. Ooh. Um and that is Billy's turn. Uh Baron from the bushes. As Baron, always. Baron from the bushes. From here you cannot see Billy. Oh, you're um, muted. Sorry. I had some great jokes too. <laughs> Ground <laughs> <clears throat> from the bushes. Okay, he's taken damage, right? He has. I'm going. I can't see him. I'm just gonna edge along until I can see him. How far do I have to get along these bushes? I mean, like he's from there. I mean, like you'd have to move a decent bit. Like you'd have to move to at least there. Can you see where okay. I'm pointing? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to hunker down <laughs> next to this rock. And I'm going to... Um, he's taken damage, hasn't he? He has. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead so that he has to do a wisdom saving throw of 13 through high number. Okay. And he does not save. Oh, okay. So that means that he... It would normally be a 1d8, but he's taken damage, so he mm-hmm. takes a 1d12 necrotic damage. Oh, give us a d12. I've got black dice now. Oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> black on black. Uh, All right, so that's a seven. Um, so that'd be necromancy. I didn't realize it'd just be black on black dice. <laughs> um, with that roll of seven, he, Billy Goblin has sort of, Billy Hobgoblin uh-huh. has sort of pulled himself up face to face with Sig. And then just kind of gets, uh, hears that sound and he's looking around and he's like, ah, not again. And just like um, the ringing in his head and he just drops motionless down onto the ground. You have, you have taken care of uh, Billy Hobgoblin. Well, Billy Hobgoblin, bong. Bong. And, and with that, I'm going to call initiative over unless that, You've got you've got a bit of time, but not much time, to deal with that orc before it wakes up. Um, but yeah, can we all just agree that we encircle the orc and smash him, or tie him up? No, you're tying. Does anybody, does anybody want to like tie him up, or I, I say we need to take his head off, Laurel Mr. Loris? <laughs> Perhaps your axe and my hammer both at once. We'll see if we can sandwich his head between them. What do you say? 
I'm, I'm good with that. that. That sounds like fun. What does Murican want here? We've been murdering a lot today. <laughs> Do we want to know what the orcs are after? Orcs are after one thing. <laughs> this boy's Orcs are like the uncontrolled version of me. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're bloodthirsty monsters. Not that much difference. I will, I will defer the party's reason. What say you, Gil? Uh, I would prefer to engage. I mean, he did try to attack you, did he not? He did. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you guys need to make a decision quick before he wakes up. Thumbs up for kill. My vote is bind him. Mine too. We got two Baron. of these two. <laughs> Baron wants to talk with him because that's what Baron does. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with my character and he will want to talk to him. Because we've got manacles and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got manacles. Why haven't we used this before? <laughs> I forgot I had them. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot my manacles. Luckily, I can keep on hand. don't know why I've been what? bothering with that damn rope this whole time. Okay, so we you guys need to move because time is ticking. Yeah, so we, we all move there. And we, all, we, we bind him. We have this quick argument, like, should we kill him? Should we not kill him? But we resolve it, and most people are voting to manacle him, right? Like, it's yeah. three, three to two, I believe. We can always kill him later, but we can't talk well, to him. I don't him. think Sig actually voted. But. Oh. Yeah, Sig was thumbs up for killing. Sig is happy with the manacling for now. Okay. <laughs> So you've you've encircled him. Um, the the manacles are just his arms. Like what's what are the manacles? Manacles are usually like so you've just you've just cuffed the this orb. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we should also tie him up if anybody's good at that. You should do the Americans good at it. Yeah, you should do the handcuffs like between his legs. Yeah, should remove his weapons. You know, if yes. he tries to do anything, and wedgie himself. <laughs> we disarm right. him, we manacle him, and we put his his we bend his arms under his legs. Mm. So like he's a he's oh. a hefty. Who's who's doing he's, that? Put the well, I can well, I can move him into any position you want him. I, he may be freaking hefty, but I can move like twice my twice my weight. So I could literally pick him up, fold him, and you can move your arms All wherever right. you want to. Okay, so I think pretty, we should put him behind his back like a traditional prisoner. So hands behind his back, or how are we? You guys need to. You, I'm, I'm giving you guys like ten seconds to make a decision. Are you saying have him go around as one of his thighs? Yeah, Gil, this is your call. You're you're the yeah, straight behind decision. his back. I think is like the most. It, it's the most logical position. Okay. Yeah. Also, like while like while all this is happening, we agreed it. Um, I'm going to suggest that Baron and American go and like investigate the mm. well and the bodies and. And just make sure everything's okay. Good point. Um, yeah, don't go full. And I full. say, like, can you bring me back my rapier by chance? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the moment you guys close these manacles behind his back, his eyes uh, shoot open, and he just lets out a, Rawr! and he tries to fight against the manacles. And he just, like, the first thing that he sees as he wakes is just me crouched in front of him. Oh, he And I'm just, like, 
I just hold my nose as he roars at me. <laughs> he rolls he rolls a twenty-two against the manacles and just pops these manacles off. <laughs> right? And gets to his feet. He doesn't have his weapons. Did uh, we also fight him with rope? There was I didn't hear that. In the end it was just it was just manacles behind his back. I just gave you guys I gave you guys heaps of time as well. We could say that. There was it was definitely like mentioned as a like a question, but there was the, in the end there was just the manacles behind his back. It's okay, I think that's fine. Yeah, Mad, he would have wedged himself so hard if we'd have done it my way. <laughs> I'm um, not sure how he would have, he would have just snapped the chain. It was good. That's what he's done behind his back. He just reaches out and grabs Loris by the chest. But we're we're all ready, oh, for that, right? No hmm. one readied any actions. Mm-hmm. Okay. DM's getting like hard on our asses right now, that's for sure. No one really did anything for if he broke out. So he's reaching behind him to grab me. No, you're on his Ramp. you're on his side. He just he's um, he's he stood up and he's just grabbed. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. So he, he gets first action and then we all get to go. Pretty much. So he's grabbed, so he's grabbed the biggest dude in front of him. He's well he's you're the one he was going for. So I you can either you can either do a strength um check or a dexterity, whichever you're better at. Um, as he as he reaches out. All right, I'm smash him. Shall we roll initiative? We'll just wait till see whether he's actually managed to grab. All right, I rolled a twenty. Oh, apparently I rolled with disadvantage. I don't know why I did that, but it was a twenty-one. Yeah, it's not with disadvantage. That's fine. So no. he he reaches out and you kind of just like smack his hand away. Um, Get away we'll from just, anything. We'll bring that turn order back up and we'll go. Um, to American. Mm. How rude. <laughs> but also frightening. <laughs> yeah, so you, you've sort of, you've seen this thing just pop those manacles. They are broken. You no longer have working manacles. He just, he's grabbed Loris and Loris has smacked his hand away. Uh, what do you do? I'm going to back off a step and I'm just going to uh, say to him, you're surrounded by some very strong, angry individuals. I suggest you check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Give a um, intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> the most intimidating creature in the game. <laughs> yeah. A five foot little tiny little fey elf. What? And I have rolled a three. Oh, You'll God. be surrounded in no time, maggot. He, he shouts oh, back at you. Packers. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. Um, Gil, it is your turn. Uh, I'm just going to call back to him and just say, <clears throat> oh, and I thought zombies smelled bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, and viciously mock him. Okay. He's got a roll. That was a wisdom, isn't it? Yes. Oh, he does not. He rolls a one. He rolls a ball. Okay. He takes Oh, sorry. My bad. Is that it? Right. Oh, if only. Rolling <laughs> he takes three damage. And he has disadvantage from his next attack. Okay, cool. Um okay, cool. He yeah, so those words ring out in his ears and he just snarls back at you. Um, but he has taken some mental damage from that. Um, Sig? 
So Sig looks at the foe, which is stood up in front of him. His his back is to you. He's he's facing out towards uh, sort of the barren American with his arm. He had just reached out to the side to grab Loris. So his back is to you. And somehow Sig cashes in inspiration from Origin Most Random and <laughs> swings his hammer down into the side of his knee. Oh, nice. Give us a roll, please. A crit. Oh, 18 bludgeoning damage. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that hammer just like swipe, doesn't just like swipe into his knee, but just breaks both legs. Both oh. legs are just like absolutely shattered. Um, and as he drops, his head like just hits the ground with a s- huge amount of speed. Um, and he is, he is killed. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that was brutal. All right, now the turn order is actually over. I I was just complaining about my manacles being broken. Huh. Um, Can't tie tie manacles. Gather our things and leave as quickly as we can. Uh, He suggested that there would be more on their way. Agree. I think we should do a quick search of the vicinity and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Sig would like to check Billy Hobgoblin. By the time you get back to uh, Billy, there is no body. <gasps> Crikey. <laughs> Have you rifled- Sig tips out the little bag of Billy Figglin fingers onto the ground and, and plants them like little trees. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're, they're not. They you, you realize that they weren't really moving um, when Billy was around this time. They seemed no longer to be animate. Um, He's evolved. What I what I will um, sort of explain, I guess, now is what was what was in the bag that um, Heyman handed handed mm. over. I, th- I think that's probably a good thing. Have you looked in that, American? Can I get some of that? I'd, I'd be, <laughs> be very keen to be starting rummaging through that. Um, Need to bring up do we want to do that now, or do we want to get somewhere safe? Safe. I'll, I'll get, I can just say time stops while I explain to you. Guys. Okay. I think we're just we're just gathering everything and then ditching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. um, okay. Well, so I'll give you a rundown of kind of everything that you guys find. Um, so he he'd left a, a small chest um, inside where, near the well, uh, which had a bunch of it had a couple of bags of oolong tea as you as i'm sure you would have expected mm-hmm. um there was a a, a potion of healing six. two bags did you say yes various. two small bags of oolong tea it looks like it could um last you know a couple of weeks of how drinking. many uh, grams how many grams <laughs> it's, it would be the equivalent <laughs> of two 300 gram bags of oolong tea Okay, 600 grams. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I throw them at Gil because he's clearly got hungry eyes. You also find one 300 gram packet of peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am partial. <laughs> um, but that's all. He kind of just, he must have just packed everything into the bag um, as he ran off. So, American, you look into the bag and you see um, a bunch of coins. There's 35 silver pieces, uh, 30 um, gold pieces, and five platinum pieces. Um, and a pearl that you look over and gauge to be about a hundred uh, gold pieces worth. Sorry, what was the gold number? Uh, thirty. Thirty. Yeah, three zero. And then the platinum number? Uh, five. Platinum is five. And a single yeah, and a single one, pearl. One, 
worth around a hundred. Um, okay. There's a lot in this bag, though. Um, so there's the the potion of healing. Uh, there's, there's a there's a, a small scroll in a in a small bone tube, um, and there's a tiny jeweled box uh, that looks like it might be worth something. Um, and inside this small box is a is a ring. Um, the the last thing that you see in there is a small note, a handwritten note, um, and it has the sign of a spider at the at the end of this note. Uh, <sighs> this note says, um, "It basically you did it, came in. <laughs> it it outlines that um, simple sort of information about." Uh, needing needing Heyman's work at the well to uncover some some information, and that the um, the the family of twelve that he supplied him with should be all the defense he needs. Oh, uh huh. That's yeah. a spicy zombie mm. detail. Uh, and again, signed detail. signed with the sign of a spider. Body trafficking. Mm. So he didn't make these zombies. Perhaps he was supplied the corpses and then made them. We don't know. Yeah. Mm. Not not very good by the sound of things. Dealing I call with... everyone around to, to show them the spicy note that we've received. Yeah. Um, can I get a, a cana check from you, um, Baron, just so we can have a look over yep. the scroll and the, uh, and the, the ring? Oh, I'm sure this will go well. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. here we go. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at that! Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Cool. You instantly, when you see the ring inside of the small jewel box, you you recognise it as a ring of protection um, from ancient Netheril, uh, which which um, it seems to be the, one of the mo you you see this to be the most impressive thing out of all these belongings. Um, and the, you open up this, you, put, you slide the scroll out of this bone tube uh, and unravel it to read. Um, about the scroll of darkness. Ooh. And so that's what you Scroll that's, of darkness. Scroll of darkness. And that's what you found uh, both in the bag and all around. There's nothing really else of note here um, now that you've scouted everything out. Do I know what, what a ring of protection is? Uh, let's take a look. I, I think I've got the information. I recognized it. Um, ring of protection. Like While you are wearing this ring and are attuned to it, you have a plus one bonus to your AC and saving throws. But you do need to be attuned to it. Useful for a wizard who's hiding in the bushes. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> um, who who um, wishes to keep this ring? Yes, I'll tell everyone what it does, and uh, and you can decide who will have it. I've got the glass staff here, so. Um, I'm quite happy I'll, with this. I'll, I'll speak out and say, it would seem that uh, our resident barbarian would benefit from such a thing. However, are his fingers too big? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how would one right. attune a barbarian to it? It could be like a little toe ring. Oh, well, I just put on my pinky. Those on the front line surely would would be in danger more often. Mm. Would they not, Indeed. Lisa? Indeed. He does seem to have quite the habit of getting himself mm. in quite the pickle. Wise words, Mr. Gill. 
Shall we um, rummage through the rest of our stuff on the way back? Um, yeah. It's, is there any way that I could quickly have a look at trying to figure out what the necromancer was going to find interesting in this area, in the well itself, and or not the well, but the <clears throat> apparently this used to be a tower by some old necromancer. How? I mean, if you want, you can search for a certain amount of time. You could sort of dictate how much time you'd like to spend looking. How much time should we? been doing this perhaps how, a short rest yeah. i how suggest we move. Oh, sorry sorry john i suggest we move uh mm. with some haste mm. i don't particularly want a horde of orcs coming down upon us mm. but they live up in the mountains right i don't know his his friend just escaped possibly mm. to tell Do we, all about no doubt Do we know how many days Right, or how how far away um the from civilization um like the mountains might be i mean you're you're kind of nearing the base of the mountains, they look to be pretty close by but also quite quite treacherous. You don't know if they were the scouting party of orcs and there were more on the way. you don't know if the the one that escaped is heading back all the way to the camp or you you, you don't know. We did, we did hear from, from the one that we killed that um, more orcs would come. So I, I suggest we don't spend mm. very long here at all. I do have an idea. If we wish to check this area out for an hour, I can cast Pass Without Trace and they will have no idea we are here if they come and scout for us. Fantastic. All right. Is that agreed, everyone? Okay, cool. Yes. All right, I begin to prepare the spell with various burned leaves and sprigs of things out from various pouches, and I cast Pass Without Trace, which lasts for one hour. Our whole party is in um, a veil of shadows and silence that masks us from detection. Okay, great. Does um, anyone else have um, rituals they want to cast? I can do Detect Magic. It might be yes. helpful. Um, and Loris, you've got like speak with um, animals or something. I've speak with, yeah, I've got speak with animals, and there's another one which I've got, which I don't know whether it's going to be terribly useful, but um, I have beast sense, which allows me to. I basically I touch a willing beast, and uh, and I can understand what it needs to say. So I'm I'm not going to bother with those two right now. But okay. I've got these beautiful spider babies. <laughs> I want to talk to your spiders. <laughs> Sometimes they're really sweet. Yeah, cheese loving spiders. Yeah, I'm going to feed them more cheese during the short rest because I can um, tell they love it. Just from a from like a mechanical perspective, I captured all the stuff we got um, for the treasury. Yeah, cool. Thank you, Mister Gill. So the ring of protection has been given to myself. Was that was that the general acceptance? That's my suggestion. I've got one thumbs up from two. Like a thumb up from girl. All right, sweet. I'll take it. How long does it take to officially attune oneself to this? Given I'm just literally going to sit there and look at it for as long yeah, as it takes. We'll 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 talk about that soon because we're about to wrap up. So we'll talk okay, about cool. it. It's been deleted from the treasury. So make sure you capture it on your sheet. Yeah, yeah I've got it on my sheet now. Um, so you guys spend an hour um, checking out this uh, this well. You don't really see or find anything of any importance here. 
Um, you know that Heyman mentioned he was looking to find any clues of, of the wizard that built this this tower. Um, and it seems you're about as lucky as he was with finding any information. Mm. Um, are you guys looking yeah. at heading off after searching? or? And uh, yeah. does it count as a short rest? Uh, yeah, it can count as a one hour long short rest. For the rest of you, I guess if Baron was the one scoping out the well. Mm-hmm. So you guys can spend a hit die if you need. Um, and if you guys are just going to head off, um, as you as you leave to the to the west, down the path towards the old owl well, you do hear some faint um, horns from the mountain range behind you, um, but they seem far off. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, We also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.